Hello, and welcome to Travis Pepper's Mentoring a Moron, the show that takes your recommendations on what to watch, read, listen to, and get inspired by. But don't worry, we don't take this as seriously as that sounds. In this episode, we ponder the big questions in life, like when does toast actually become toast? Before diving into Who Are You Now, the album by Madison Cunningham, and Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Uh, let's have a little sing-song before the doom and gloom starts. Enjoy! If you sometimes feel like a moron Don't worry, we've got one too Because we're not that clever But we make it all up With our can-do attitude So if you like a bit of banter With me and this old wanker We've got just the thing for you We've got lots of content and it won't make sense It's the Travis Pepper Show Yeah, new setup, new setup, <laughs> new mic I I can relax now You bought it, you bought it, you set it up all your, on your own some, And we only had to press a couple of buttons That's fine Yeah Wow And You're look, big boy. It's, got an, it's got an orange cover on it so it's on mm. brand because the Travis Pepper is orange. So, so do I need? Oh, orange it's color. when we get to the stage where we can have actual leopard print, like, yeah, yeah, custom made. Print would be good. Branded. Imagine, imagine if we had like the Travis Pepper mentoring a moron studio, and oh. you know the walls are just furry walls. Just <laughs> it would be uh, it'd be disgusting, but um, it'd be great. It'd be like the scene out of. Um, Ah, uh, get him to the Greek. Yeah, where he furry um, walls don't bring yeah, me down. Stroke furry the walls furry just wall. Bring me up. <laughs> I don't really think um, I'm freaking out here. Just, just stroke the wall. Stroke the wall. Stroke the, stroke the furry wall. <laughs> I like it. that movie. That's and a good one. I apologise for being late today as well. Um, I badgered you to be earlier, and then um, you were late. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? Right. My my. I was like, oh, I'll turn my headphones on. My phone started ringing, and it was like one of the recruiters that I work with. And I forgot that my headphones automatically answer if I switch them on. So I was like, oh fuck it, I'll pick that call up later. Turn my headphones on, expecting it to connect to the computer, <laughs> to be like talking to you. And then his 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 voice popped up in my head, and I was like, huh. Oh, hi, mate. <laughs> and <laughs> professional. And professional. I mean, I'm always professional. When have you known me not to be professional? Uh, yeah, it's quite hard-pressed to think of an example, to be honest. Yeah, there's yeah, probably if no time. If you come up with one, I'll give you a tenner. One time that you were unprofessional? Yes. Uh, d d does being late to starting our podcast count or not? For one? Where have you gone? The lighting's no good when I turn. The lighting's no good when I turn it on like that. Um, yeah, I guess so. I'll give you one. You've you've made a tenner. Okay, cool. Um, Budgeting. The it's going in the it's, go, it's going in the Travis Pepper pot for. We've got half a furry wall confirmed in the. Um, How cheap are these furry walls? If I can buy one, half of one for a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know a guy. <laughs> if you want a furry wall, I've got a furry wall guy. <laughs> I went. I went to school with him, so uh, he's, he's made it big breaks. in the fairy world. Uh, fairy world. He's made it. Yeah, <laughs> mate. He's massive in the furry wall game. Um, what would his name be? Furry wall. Will. Furry wall. Furry wall. Philip. 
very well, well, very, very, very well, well. Um, okay, I've got I've got a question for you this week that I've been waiting to ask you for a while because it puts to the test this whole "Are you mentoring me?" thing. Because I don't know the answer to this question, so naturally I come <laughs> to my my safe space where I'm being mentored. Nobody's judging and I ask you. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, when does bread become toast once it's been toasted yeah but at what point because at some point like where where do you draw the line because you've got a slice of mm-hmm. bread and at some point when that bread is in the toaster it's going to switch isn't it it's going to transition from bread to toast <laughs> but what i'm interested in figuring out is at what point does the bread become toast you with well, me? <laughs> the thing is luke is it's it's not so binary. It's a bit more of a spectrum of toast, actually. <laughs> we, have, we have different scales of toastness. So some people so, some people are completely toast, and some some breads are completely bread. But some some just fluctuate. Sometimes they're more toast one day and less toast another day. You know, we're living in the twenty first century, Luke. You can have your toast however you want, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so if you put the toast into the toaster at that point the bread is committing to becoming toast therefore what you're going to you're saying you're saying as you're saying as soon as the bread is in the toaster it becomes toast because it warms it's not warm bread it's toast then no okay right or, so if you want to know what i really think it needs to have browned part of the bread needs to have browned now it okay. can be brown on the outside and soft on the inside mm-hmm. but then you have a half toasted piece of bread so it's not fully toast. It's like it's like a half toast. So, you know. Okay. It's like being half English and half French, you know. Half bread, half toast. So, half bread, half toast. Yeah. That makes complete that makes sense. So, so it's it's mixed doneness at that point. So, if you <laughs> <laughs> So, if you were to put a a slice of bread into a toaster and just do a quickly pop down pop up, you're saying to me that that is warm bread. Uh, yeah, yeah, warm, warm bread. bread. Why did you did you put some bread in the toaster and forgot to like put the timer on or something? <laughs> no, no, no. My, no, it was just my brother threw that question at me, and I was like, "Fuck knows, I've not got a clue." He was like, "When does bread become toast?" I was like, "Fucking hell, I've never thought about that." Mind blown. And then I started to think about it, and I was like, "I can't figure it out." I was like, "There'll be one guy I know that <laughs> will have the answer to this." He, what, he might. One he man. might not have the answer, but he'll definitely have an an answer. And yeah, I'm sure nothing wrong with that. So that was good. That's good this week. I now finally know the answer. Oh, mate, do you know what else I wanted to talk go to on, you about this week? Go on, give right. me some lockdown. Down, right? I walk, I had to double take last Friday because I was going for a slash. So I walked down to the end of the ha- walked into the house, walked past the dining room, All and right. my mum is on a Zoom call, and she's on a Zoom call to your mum. So your mum, Liz, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and my okay. mum was having a Zoom call. And my first thought was, are they doing a spin-off? Are they, are they, is this like a spin-off <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I was like, maybe it's mentoring a more mum. Yeah, I was, yeah, like, was going to say, uh, mom, uh, m- Mother Pepper and men- mentoring a more mum. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, Mother Pepper. <laughs> I don't know how she'd respond to having that name. (laughs) Daddy Pepper, Mummy Pepper, and Travis Pepper. 
<laughs> you know we, how weird I got last week Sister about Pepper. kids. Let's not start. Let's not start <laughs> this again. Um, but I found out afterwards that uh, unfortunately they are not starting their own spin-off, spin-off. podcast set in the yeah, Travis the Pepper mom- universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it comes under the Travis Pepper brand and umbrella. If they were going to publish it, I'd expect there to be some kind of Travis. Pepper yeah, I think we technically it. own the rights to that. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, you know what? at some at some point we should get them on. Like at some point in the future, we should get Liz and Grace Dogs on. Yeah, um, Lizzie Rascal, or what's the other one? Leth- Lethal Lizzle. That's another one. You call her Lethal Lizzle. Lethal Lizzle. You call my mum Lethal Lizzle. <laughs> what's lethal quite- about my mum? <laughs> <laughs> mate, your mum's lethal. If she wants to be, your mum is lethal, mate. I'm sure she could. Show- she could put her mind to it. Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah, she sometimes I think like, I look at her and I think yeah she would if she would punch me in the face if it wasn't against the law. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I can empathise there. I've had those moments as well. So yeah, yeah. I think I think we've but all been there. The 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 conclusion of the mum's podcasting was actually that my mum has uh, since the pandemic she does some work with Waitrose where she does some training for them. And since the pandemic, they now want that to become remote. Mm. And apparently your your mum is the go-to person for remote training. Oh, she got so into it. Like... Oh, apparently she... she, she yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Like, there, was a, there was a point in time where, for one piece of software, my mum was uh, more technologically uh, apt than I was because uh, it was... It, it was the first one of the first Zoom calls I had with my mum. She just started doing mm-hmm. business re- remotely, and she was going like, mm-hmm. "Oh, James, I-, I do these breakout rooms. I then do this as well, and I do this." And I'm just mm-hmm. like, "All right, okay, um, oh, yeah. nice." Um, but yeah, she's 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 pretty advanced. I didn't know she was so advanced that you know other people would defer to her expertise. Um, yeah, she charged my mum a grand for that oh. session. Fair. Oh, it's pretty cheap, actually. I've seen her invoices. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it was free. I think it was friends and family. Um, family discount. Yeah, yeah, friends and family discounts. So. Like I, I don't charge you for my time for this podcast. Obviously, friends and family discount. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, mm. that's true. Lucky fucker that I am getting this kind of mentoring and advice for free. It's basically therapy for you, isn't it? Yeah, just um, Monday nights. Talk about your woes. Yeah, I mean, our interview with Abby was basic. Felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> Felt yeah, like yeah, a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 one hundred percent. If you're talking about if you're talking about Abby um, coming onto the podcast, that was pretty much therapy. And uh, made some. Uh, I made a start on that book this week, and that book's interesting. That book, we're going to have a good review. Yeah, of we that are book for sure. I've just and finished the Luke chapter, so yeah, yeah, it's going to be great okay. to talk about. <laughs> I uh, do you know what? I, do you know what I had this weekend, which I've never had before. Uh, my Kindle blew up on me version, like the, um, that's not a very good way of describing it. So you dropped Um, one in a bath. Yeah. It didn't blow up on me. The, uh, I was reading the book and for the first time ever, it was like, this is faulty. You've got to, um, read out a a warning came up on my screen that said, you've got a faulty thing and that you have to re-download it so okay. i was sat staring at a frozen screen for ages trying to get it on trying to get it off then finally 
restarted the Kindle, got back into the book, and it did the same thing again. And then I had to try and get back out again. Did it a third time. And then you realised your finger was on the power button. Yeah. No, no, no. I went back in the third time and it said, oh, you need to re-download it. So in the end, I had to get rid of it, buy it again. And I feel if Spotify, not Spotify, if Amazon, I had to buy it again. And I was like, if Amazon don't refund me, I'll be highly disappointed. And um, yeah, Jeff sorted me out. Six ninety nine oh, nice, in my nice account one, this morning. Yeah, cheers, Jeff. Nice one, Jeff. Well, I I actually had my first encounter with um, stock trading by accident. Okay, so, by accident. How does that happen? Well, hear me out. So yeah, yeah, go on. Because I moved to Germany, I had to change to the German Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> kept that quiet. Yeah. Well, now you know. Um, <laughs> quickly move on. <laughs> quickly save me. Moving on quickly. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, but, um, so I paid for Amazon Prime over here. Um, mm-hmm. I had it in the UK. I thought I yeah. cancelled it, but it turns out I was just paying the yearly version. So my yearly um, Amazon paid out on a couple of days ago. Um, and so it charged me like 76, 79 quid for the entire year. And, um, of course it's in pounds. Okay. And so I paid from my yeah. Euro account. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, 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 I'm not using this. So I dropped them a message and they refunded me. And because the, um, the value of pound versus the Euro had changed, I made eight cents. So yeah! Woo! mate, I got the fever, got the fever, yeah. I was a stock trader in like, yeah, got the buzz. Yeah. So, uh, this making time, money. This time next week, you'll be like rolling in it. So we've got 10 quid and 8 cents to spend on furry walks. So. <laughs> um, We're just rolling I've, there. I've always avoided the stock market. Um, somebody, like mutual connection of ours, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about, messaged me like, oh, are you into cryptocurrency? I was like, not at all. And they were like, it seems like your kind of thing. And I was like, Why? Well, first off, why would you think that I would, just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the response was because it's geeky. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I don't mind being called a geek. I'll take I'll take that. What? Um, You're a geek? Yeah, yeah, apparently I'm a geek, yeah. that I got the response that I was the geek. But Okay, okay cool, 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 cool. But then uh, I... They were. They asked the question, "Why do you avoid it?" And I was like, "Because I don't invest enough time into understanding what it's about to be able to make an educated decision on whether or not the stocks yeah. are going to go in my favour." So for me, it's just going to be gambling. So yeah, which, exactly. their res- which their response was, like, um, so their response was, well, "But like, if you buy Bitcoin, it's kind of going to go up." And I was like, "Why?" And they were like, "Um, um." because mr tesla says so (laughs) well he's bought a fucking shitload of it isn't it yeah but anyway yeah i just find it i I always think right you need you need to know what you're doing yeah otherwise was it it, 75 percent of people who invest lose money when it comes to like individual investments in stock markets so if you're not investing through a company that knows what they're doing you're 75 percent of the people who are investing are going to lose money. And it's that like, it doesn't surprise me. It's like, I, so, so I think I actually worked this out. I worked the amount of time that I'd have, I would personally want to spend working out how to do the stock markets, working out how to invest mm. would cost me more money than it would make me in the short term. So the hours that I would spend knowing how much like my time is 
worth and stuff like that. It's like, I make more money from my job with that, with yeah. those hours. And I don't want to do the, the only reason I'd want to invest is because I want to work less. It's not that like I want to make big, 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 big money, but you, you know, I'm happy with the hours. Interesting. I would, I would, I'm happy with the, the amount of money. Business. Yeah. But that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, it, like for a lot of people, a lot of people want to like, be a business owner for a lifestyle business to work less and spend more time doing the kind of stuff that they want to do. Um, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's the route you would choose to go down by the sounds of things. Yeah. I, I feel like, Screens too well, in yeah. the sense that I wouldn't want to do any, I wouldn't want to do much less than, you know, the 40 hour work week. Like I'm happy to do more if it's something that I'm passionate about. And, but like, if it got to the point where I was wanting to pursue some passions and I had the opportunity to work less hours for, mm-hmm. um, like the equivalent money or maybe, maybe less money, then, um, yeah, that's something I'd put my time into. And maybe in a situation like that, I'd be happy to, or more interested in getting to know the stock market because I would have mm. this extra time to, that I could invest. And maybe with this extra time, I could invest more efficiently as well. But yeah, my, it was my mate. He got offered a job. It was a work from home job, which was a three day a week. But the only reason yep. he didn't take it was because it was a bit risky um, with the potential for doing more work. And he was like, oh, you know, what could I only work for three days a week? Would I be able to make that work? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, if it's something you're passionate about, you're going to, you're going to subconsciously overdo your hours anyway. Cause that's just what happens if you've got an extra yeah. email to send or whatever, you just do it. Um, but if you're responsible about it, you could, what well, you could just piss around for the extra two days of work time that you've got, or you can actually use that time saving money, you know, getting on top of your, like your tax refunds, making sure doing a bit more research into, I don't know, utilities and which ones you're paying for and how you can get a better deal. So, you know, it can stack up how you save money as well. Cause it's not just making money. It's also your outgoings as well, but I am so shit at saving money. Really? I'm so bad. Is this like, why you've got to make big money? You've yeah, got to make big that, money that to cancel the fact Lots of money out, lots of money in. You know, I'll take, I'll take these few days less. I'll work less, um, but I'll budget and save. And at the end of the day, we'll have the same amount of money. That's, that's yeah, what we'll do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, but the thing is, right. Uh, yeah. I, I got to the point where I was like, I've realized I can't save money. So the only option is to try and make more money. And I'm doing a shit job at that so far. So (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love love the thought process. And then my that that was genuinely my thought process. But the other thing is, I'm addicted. I've realised that I'm addicted. You know, like this this weekend, I was like, I'm going to take some time off this weekend because I need it because I'm tired and I'm you know I'm scratchy and I'm a little bit like I just need a break because I've been go go go. Yeah. And then I got to Sunday and you were itching. I was like. Yeah, I was uh, like, I might as well sit and do something because what else am I going to do? I'm going to sit, I'm going to scratch my nuts. I'm, I don't know. I'm just like, I might <laughs> as well. This I was, might as well what do is this? something. This reminds me of what, season one when we had our first, no, season two when we had our first fictional book and you're like, what am I going to do? Like, uh, yeah, I could read a book, but I could also sit in a field and scratch my nuts. <laughs> so maybe this is your calling, Luke. Maybe you just need to sit in a field and scratch sit your nuts every scratch now and then. So like this, this is where like lockdown, uh, does me no favors because 
if I'm going to spend time doing stuff apart from work, I want to be with people. So I want to go and see Shellfed, have a walk, go and see mm-hmm. my mates, you know, go and have a beer, like hang out with people. That's what I like doing with right. my time, recreational time. Like I don't really, do you know what's ironic? I don't, I was going to say, I don't really sit and watch documentaries and, and films and movies and shit. I do it for the podcast. You've been lapping and, them up for the last uh, three seasons. Yeah. 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 And I, and I enjoy it because having the podcast makes me feel okay about it because I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here doing this, but it's not a waste of time because it's just for the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to, I had to help my mate sell some of her furniture because she's moving house and she's not in yeah. the country at the moment. And I went and sat there and I was reading the book and I was like, this isn't a waste of time. I'm reading my book for the podcast. And it was like, yeah, yeah it was, it was a weird way of justifying it as well. So, yeah, but th- this weekend was literally spent like smashing the homework because I left it all to the weekend. I thought so. you might have. Did you? Did what uh, you say that? What well, you say that? You're, you're just like, <laughs> what is it? When we when we had to push back that episode, we had to push back that episode, and I anticipated yes. that because mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. last time I spoke to Luke, he said he hadn't made a start on the book and literally every conversation with him since has been, oh, sorry, like working so late today. We've got no time and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't touched it. He hasn't touched yeah. it for a week, has he? <laughs> and lo and behold, you're like, oh, I'll do it this weekend. And I was like, mm, no. But Good yeah, luck. Good luck with that. But you've been you've been benefiting from the podcast because I, I? I yeah 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 obviously oh. you're getting more in touch with your 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 feelings because you're sitting back and listening to some uh, some pretty emotional music uh, this week uh, from what I've uh, from what I've seen. Miss uh, been revisiting <sighs> the uh, the uh, Black Parade by Michael Romance. <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay. I did I did send you a screenshot of that, and I was out on my Saturday morning walk, and. I went, okay, this is how I got there. So I went, okay, Trav, we're, 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 this, this, this season seems to be like a hunt for females, you know, like we're hunting for females in season three. Um, we had the date. (laughs) 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 What I mean by that is is we had the dating advice, which obviously like, unless anything's (laughs) changed with you since the last time I saw you will be based around hunting for females. We had, um, (laughs) <laughs> you're so tactful aren't you you never know it, yeah it might have yeah, done fair, fair enough yeah, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised you know if you came out and said it to me i said that to your sister not long ago i said if you came out as a lesbian i wouldn't be surprised i'd be like okay yeah fair enough i can see what that. her um, oh yeah <laughs> i thought you meant me <laughs> no not you as a lesbian but to be fair i could kind of see that as well um right okay I'd, I would crack up if Travis rang me one day. I need to break the news to you. I'm a lesbian. Mm-hmm. How's that work? Um, anyway, we're off, we're off topic. Hunting for females. So obviously we're hunting for a female to go into the Travis Pepper playlist. Mm-hmm. And you've recommended one that I've been listening to this week. Okay. And I thought to myself, ah, do you know what? Who jumps to mind straight away for me? This this person jumps to, to mind straight away. So I had a look at the person I was thinking about and okay. looking at her looking at her album. And I looked at the date on the album and it is roughly around the same time of ah. the My Chemical Romance album. So I thought, okay, I would have been listening to stuff like this and Travis would have been listening to stuff like this. So I had another little listen to it <laughs> to see, actually, maybe would you have like been listening to the same kind of stuff? Um, but I must admit, yeah, I do. I do like it. I have fallen for it more 
than uh, I ever thought I would. And I don't like maybe, how you're changing me. I maybe don't like it. maybe this is like because we got this book about you know we found out last week about your yeah. avoidant personality. Was it avoidant personality when it came to relationships yeah. and stuff like that? And I'm thinking, uh-huh. you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you're investing. You could, you've invested time to get to know an album mm. that's only like a hundred steps away from a woman. So you, you've got <laughs> <laughs> you, you're on you're on a good path, my friend. <laughs> well, do you know what, Nate? Like, I am going to do the when we take the break. As I said, I'm going to do the Tinder thing. I don't know what I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say on my profile. Like, I'll write your profile. <laughs> un- unemployed, lives in a shed. Like, <laughs> wait, that, off, un- off un- unemployed. So that means you're yeah. uh, entrepreneur. Um, yeah, lives in a shed. Um, fan of sustainable housing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minimalist. <laughs> uh, been single for five years. How'd you wrap that one up? Uh, single for five years. Been working on myself. Working on yourself. Yeah, yeah been working on myself. It's through my own choice that I've been single. This, not this, this is when Abby's like, Abby listens to this episode and she's going, "Oh God, no! What? <laughs> what are they doing?" <laughs> but do you know what? I did think to myself, I was like, "Right, I'm going to do this Tinder thing or Hinge thing or whatever when we've mm-hmm. got the break. How jokes would it be if we actually did end up finding somebody through the intervention of the podcast?" That'd and it turned, yeah, that would be, that would be, that'd be nice. Yeah, I would, you look, I would, you look a bit scared though. Yeah, no, because if, if it's gonna ha- if it's gonna happen, I would really prefer it to happen on the double dating one where we do it together. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Uh, I would love to find like a combination of another two, and then just be like, bang. It'll be go. like a, it'll Done turn deal. into it'll turn into what is it like love love hourglass or something like I like one, she likes you, you like the other one, who likes me, and then it'll be like uh, okay. <laughs> one of those go round go round in like, circles, bit of drama, okay. and then they'll end up making a podcast as well. <laughs> Alongside the mum's one. She's got the mum's spin-off. You've got the girlfriend's spin-off. And then we'll get Chief of Quality Control and the, 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 the head of marketing to do their own one. Behind the and scenes. The behind the scenes. <laughs> behind the scenes. Working at Not Pepper like for promotions. <laughs> A day in the life at Pepper. Uh, what's HQ. going on behind the scenes is the same that's going on in my brain. Just like minimal is happening up there. Yeah, but, but that's basically what you leak onto this podcast. Anyway, but so... You, you you tangented from the artist that you were listening to this week uh, to another artist. To another Let's hear artist. about this then. Let's. So you've you've already drawn a parallel to someone else that you've listened to. So should we get started on uh, some album? Yeah, you want to go for the album before the documentary. Let's well, we've mentioned it, so let's let's do it. So we could do uh, so. Okay. The album is so. This is uh, Madison Cunningham and her album "Who Are You Now." So she's. Uh, an American singer-songwriter, uh, guitarist who was uh, nominated for the best Americana album. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Album. What does that I mean, was, Americana? I was trying to work <laughs> out what listening to the album. I was trying yeah. to work out what kind of genre it is. It's folky, bit of blues in there as well. And I was like, ah, like I, I understand uh, what it is now that I've seen that it's Americana. So this is like. Um, Songs that have been merged with folk, blues, rhythm and blues, rock and roll, and soul-ish. So it's kind of like okay. country roots rock, I guess is the best way to describe it. So it's kind of 
traditional style America's like Southern USA style rock, uh, rock and roll and blues. So that's the Americana. Yeah. Okay, so, that's interesting. Because the first, you know, the very first track, um, yeah. what's it called? Pin It Down. Pin It Down. The, the riff that opens with that. Yeah. Do you know, do you know exactly who I thought of? No, okay. John Mayer straight away was like, yeah. it, feel, it feels John Mayer to me. Like, you could imagine him hunched over his little little yeah, telecast, well, just well, kind of well, like, hey, I got this well, idea, well, guys. Well. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can so you can so see that happening. And mm. and 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 when it, when that first opened to me, I was like, oh, John Mayer. If if she, if the, if she turned out to be John Mayer's cousin, I'd have been like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, before we go there. Um, I always like to do the album cover. So oh God, well I didn't even start. think about the album cover when I recommended start. this. Yeah, what have I start. done? Do you know oh. what though? Do you know what? I like the album cover. I know. It's very plain and it's very simple, but sometimes the minimalist thing gets me, man. Like, and I like it. I know. His face is so uh, shut. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, this is, this I, is like, this is like when you liked the, um, the ballad from Biffy Clyro. I was like, that's not the song you were meant to like, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is yeah, not you what you do. <laughs> usually I like bright colours and I mm -hmm. like lots going on, but sometimes there's something about a bit of minimalism, like, okay. you know, that I just go, yeah, that's quite nice. And it is very plain. It's very simple. I don't even know what it is. It looks like a female. It looks like, it looks like it's been drawn by a two-year-old. It looks like the kind of thing that a two-year-old comes <laughs> home from nursery school with and goes, I've drawn a picture of you today, daddy. Um, <laughs> it might, it, it actually does quite look like you, Travis, if you squint it's, a little bit with it. It's her. What the hell <laughs> oh, are you on about? It's, oh, right, it's, okay. <laughs> it's a single line drawing. So the idea is like, you've done as much of like, a lot of the outline and everything and some of the features with one line. And then, so, you know, it's got like the eye has been drawn with the same line that comes down from the head and then it's kind of shifted out of phase. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I quite liked it. Okay. As I said, op opening riff of the first track reminded me of John Mayer. Do you know what is really funny though? Is pan, it's panned to the right, isn't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Riff. Oh, and oh. you've got your, your ear. Oh, yeah, my ear, my ear doesn't work on that side. Um, no, to say it doesn't work is a over exaggeration. It, it is bad. Um, so I could kind of hear this little noise and I was like, uh -huh, what's going on here? And then I had to like turn my headphones around and be like, okay, it's just panned hard. <laughs> so you had to listen to, to like the album once with the headphones on one way and once with the headphones <laughs> on the other way. <laughs> switch around the other side. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was a nice opening track. I thought it was okay. Um, I, I, do you know what was weird? On this one song, I found her, her voice really annoying when she sang the high notes. Um, and I thought, oh God, I don't like her voice, but it just happened to be in this one. Yeah. yeah. It just happened to be in this one song that I found it quite squeaky. Um, okay. And quite anno annoying. Um, basically, but then beautiful throughout the rest. So I don't mm -hmm. know if it was just that one kind of song. Yeah. Um, I like the bit in, in Pin It Down. It's got this kind of like raw kind of live feel. It's just the guitars playing. And then it goes into after the, after that annoying <laughs> noise bit that you just said, that voice bit, it goes mm -hmm. into the like, um, the kind of bigger washy reverby. Bow, ba -da 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 -da. And I thought that was a cool part of the song. And I think that mm. you, you, I heard that a lot throughout the album, like a lot of contrasting session sections, mm -hmm. like you'd go from a bit that's really nice and quiet to a bit that's big and um, 
more of a wash of sounds, which I thought was quite cool, which I like about I, the album. Ah, uh, I didn't get that. I'm gonna, no. say, I'm gonna say I didn't get that big. For, but, but for me, like when not you necessarily that- big, but like contrasting to what was coming before it and uh, and after it. So switches yeah, up between. Like, I wouldn't little, have said big bit. though. That for mm-hmm. me, it wasn't. It wasn't big. Like I found, I found her album very easy listening, mm-hmm. but like very. I want to say platonic, but I don't even know if that's the right word. <laughs> I don't know what that. What does platonic mean? Platonic means it's a non-sexual relationship or something. Like oh, that. is it? <laughs> that's definitely not that. <laughs> that's definitely not the word I want. You mean like like a plateau? As in no, consistent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I okay. want. I want plateau. Yeah, it's like plateau. I found it very consistent the whole way through. And even though you get the variation, the energy didn't change for me. Maybe that's the mm-hmm. right way to say it. her energy okay. is very. Her energy is very low, and I didn't find excitement energy in it. If that makes sense. Yeah. So there was more. I'd say the the energy of the album refer uh, varied from like somber. To kind of more of like a quirky feel, but there wasn't like a big change in energy and pace. Like, mm. are you saying like it, yeah, yeah. It, it? It was like melancholy, somber at points, and then it was a bit like, oh, it's cute kind of thing at yeah. other points as well. I would agree so, with that. Yeah, I, w- I would okay, agree okay, with that. Yeah. When, when would you listen to this album as well? Like, when did you find yourself putting it on? Um, when so I first listened to this at the beginning of last. It's 2019, yeah. this album. So twenty start of 2020. Yeah, I, I, I found it at the start of 2020. I, I, I listened to it whilst I was reading and I listened to it whilst I was out for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually play it whilst I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, though this week, because obviously recommended it in the podcast, I did sit down you and listen to, to it listen just to on it its own. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I had it on when... Um, I listen when, when we've got an album for the podcast every morning, I do like my exercise in the morning. So I always put it on then. It's not a good time. It's not a good exercise album. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't work well with exercise. And then what's your usual with- exercise thing though? Is it, is, are you one of those people that listen to high energy, uh, or like when you're exercising or do you have one of those people that need like zone music where it's just like ambient kind of, no, I'm high energy. You're high like, energy. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, I'm like ACDC. Mr. Motivator. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. ACDC would work. Something like that. Um, all systems go. Um, and yeah. it doesn't work for that. And then I listened to it when I was working and it just kind of blended into the background. And then I listened to it when I was out on a walk this weekend. Um, and that's when, as I say, my mind wandered to um, other places. Um, I... So do you know what? A couple of the tracks in this album, um, the one I'm looking at to start with is, well, the third track, Something to Believe in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You you might shoot me down for this, but, and you might say, this is a load of baloney. Baloney. <laughs> what a word. <laughs> okay. A load of fucking bullshit. But I felt like it had a theatrical kind of vibe to it, these types of music. I almost yeah. imagined it being in something like Oliver. And like, you know, the, like bring him home kind of track. I just found it, I just found it almost like the kind of thing you'd hear in the theater on Broadway. Um, like I could, I could imagine it. Have you seen La La Land? I can hear it. 
Oh, can you hear it? Da, 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 da. Yeah, it is something like <laughs> La La Land. Yeah, um, yeah, like, mind. like that helped me to be fair. Remember? Yeah, because <laughs> I always Ella. listen in the background. How are you? How are you, you hearing that? Have I, I got know. my thing? Um, oh yeah, I'm I'm sharing my sound, aren't I? That's <laughs> fine because it helps me. Yeah, but we can't put it in the back of the podcast. Oh no, because I can cut it out, can't I? Yes. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna leave it yeah. playing then. And so it was yeah. like, um, yeah, in like La La Land, you'd have a. Um, this this kind of moment where I don't know that every everything's not going well, and then you just have yes. like a little solo performance yeah. from where she's thinking about things, and yes. like you kind yes, of see yes, the world yes. rushing by in the background, and everyone's doing their thing, but there's still this like solo performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Like, I like that. And she's saying something to believe in. I've, even when it's de- when I, when it's, she's down on her luck, it's like I've still got something to believe in, right? So it's that yeah. it's that moment in the theatre when you're like, oh, everything, the world is against her, and then oh no, she's still kind of staying yeah. positive. That's what I yeah. got from that. Um, oh, That's yeah, a great parallel. See, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't have described I wouldn't have described it like that because I, you know, originally listening to it, thought more of like it's more of like a jazz club crooner kind of ballad song so i can imagine but you know la la land is about jazz so that you know the fact that you said theatrical i was like yeah i can see that parallel so that's quite mm. that works really, there was really another well. there's another one um like you do like mm-hmm. you do is another one that i've written down that again gives me that kind of broadway you jump in towards the end of the album um she does go a far more like soulful ballad in this one like you could imagine like center stage swan spotlight kind of singing from a heart and it's just like it's just one guitar i think it is throughout the whole mm-hmm. song and it's just like really really it's a it's a impressive vocal performance as well it's really very well done so yeah which I one are you talking it. about like you do like you do yeah yeah so yeah, we're just listening to it now. Yeah, <laughs> we no, gotta keep it, talking. It, That's the thing. Yeah, no, it's not, it's nice though. And um so that one I did. And then okay, so my favorite track on the album is Trouble Found Me. I just liked the the Trouble Found Me. Um Jazzy, I've got Jazzy. Again, it's kind of for me got that John Mayer vibe to it. Um just had a little bit, I don't know, a little bit of a moodiness that I quite like. Yeah, it's kind of got this it's got this down tempo. A like do, do, beat to it it's not it's it's not up tempo yeah. at all but it's like it's got s- not swagger but like it's 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 not it's not in your face it's just like yeah i'm cool i know what's yes, going on it is like that yeah. and her vocal is like that in this yeah um and i lot and i like that because obviously she goes in the first one i feel like she's really trying hard but when she's kind of just like letting it flow mm. and just letting it be i like it um and it's got the line in it. Sometimes I feel like quitting. Let somebody else do my bidding. Like I liked that part mm-hmm. of the track. And then when and then when she does the end, it's like trouble found me. Trouble found me. Yeah, that's that was kind of like that kind of that reminded me of some of like the elbow ballads and stuff like that. That kind of rock slow tempo. Just a nice. It's it's got like meat to it it's a strong one yeah. i'd love to see that one live or something like that That'd see, be a nice see one. that's interesting that you say that because i don't think she'd be very good live i think she'd be great i think she'd be one of those ones that kind of can bring a bit more energy for the live performances than she does on the I albums think i think she'd have to 
Yeah. Or it's the kind of thing, it's, the thing is I go, I go to live concerts for different reasons, but this might be the one where it's like, you grab, you grab, <laughs> you grab, you grab a beer and you stand at the back. <laughs> yeah, it would be one of those. But what are the reasons that you go to? Well, sometimes. <laughs> the list? Sometimes, oh. sometimes you go for a dance. Sometimes you go for a mosh. Sometimes you go to because you want to sing all the oh. lines to all of your favorite songs because you want to be at the front and a big fan. Or sometimes you want to sit at the mean. back and just like with your mates oh, and be okay. like, oh, "I'm vibing this" or something like that. You know, you know when you when you're at a festival, you don't go see in every band for the same reason. Like you'll have those moments in the day where you're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna sit at the back with a beer," but then you got the ones where you want to go in the front and just like. Yeah, Smash your oh, head this about is for. definitely a sitting back though. But like, yeah, yeah. she, do you know what? Like, she would be quite nice just in a bar, like, mm. you know, just in a bar, like in a chilled vibe. Um, it would work. The the, the track after, um, plain letters, I quite liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was one of the better ones. Like, I think they for me were the best two. I would say, Trouble Found Me and Plain Letters. Plain Letters. Um, but if we talk about LA yeah. quickly. There's a, I've written it down as there's a higgledy piggledy thing in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was one, I was, I think I've basically chose this album because I wanted you to describe this song. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, I don't know how, I don't know how to describe she's, that. She's, she's finger picking on guitar and it's kind of got a very, it's got an upbeat boppy kind of feel like bouncy feel to it. And then, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's kind of theatrical. You could. This is another song in the musical. Yeah, yeah. You this could. is this is when she's going around trying to sell all her wares or something. In the, yeah, in the it's theater. like a market fair, isn't it? Like she's trying to sell her coconuts yeah. or whatever. She's like, she's got one of those little stands where you have to throw <laughs> the baseball at the coconut and knock it off the uh, stick. Do you remember them? Do you remember them at the yeah, school? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever knock a coconut off? I think I maybe once or twice. I know the one once I was best twice. at. twice. That's impressive. The, one, I the ones I, I was best at is the, the guns. Arm strength. I wouldn't have thought you would have the, sh- the arm strength to... Yeah, I can see you. You don't need good. the arm strength. It's, dex- it's dexterity. It's finesse. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be strong. Um, <laughs> the the on guns on, ones were the, the ones I'd go with my dad. Yeah, like I, I'd be there. My dad, he used to do like airsoft and stuff like that. And he was in the cadets, learned how to shoot. And we go to the fair and it would be like, oh, kids cost this much. And you got to shoot these down. And I'd stand there and be like, oh, can I have a go? Okay, thank you. Just like shoot them all down. And dad's there just going, yeah, he'll go again. Yeah, he'll do that again. Right, see if we can get, a, <laughs> see, see how many you can knock down. Can we get a prize? <laughs> and I'd be like, can we go home now I've, uh, I've shot a hundred times no it wasn't that bad <laughs> it sounds like your dad's like pimping you out to win stuffed toys at fairs it was, it's one of those you know, uh, you, in life you sometimes have those weird moments where your fret where your parents are proud of you for a, a very odd reason and mine was shooting a gun at a carnival <laughs> very very well <laughs> and my dad was like oh nice and I was like but I failed maths what? <laughs> <laughs> you definitely didn't fail maths. We no, know what, that's what, a lie. Uh, it was French. French or French. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say didn't fail. So, um, to, to keep whipping through, mm. yeah, the higgledy-piggledy thing blew me. Um, Did you enjoy it? I, what, the album? The, the higgledy-piggledy. Do you know what, mate? I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really enjoy a lot of it. Okay. Um, I... I got to um, dry. Where did I get to? I got to, I think, 
dry as sand most times mm-hmm. and i just like nah bored and just okay. switched it off it i had to really go through i just i just didn't like even though i could appreciate the the talent and i could appreciate uh the, some of the vocal performances and stuff there was nothing that screamed at me nothing mm-hmm. you know sometimes you hear a song and you're like well, you're oh, usually so scared is... of screaming luke god no I, oh, I don't want the scream i don't want the scream i don't want the actual physical scream i want the metaphorical <laughs> scream the metaphorical <laughs> keep screaming inside please <laughs> <laughs> i'm just um, you you listening to just jangly indie guitar going <laughs> on the inside <laughs> yeah so like, i love it <laughs> um i i found i would say that i found the whole thing very blah and i think you you've, i think you've got to be <clears throat> into it didn't it didn't excite me at mm-hmm. all and i was just kind of like okay 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 <laughs> B- bored now like uh. yeah unfortunately and mm-hmm. that's what made me think about the female artists that i thought because i was like what would i be listening to if, if I you're chose in that, an individual yeah in and, but not even in that time period but yeah i just I, as i say every single time mm-hmm. i kind of gave up on the album before the end and was like, i want to listen to something else now i never completed it and thought oh i want to get to the end of it because i was just like hmm, bored mm-hmm. um and even for even when I listened to it and forced myself to go the whole way through for the sake of the podcast, mm. by the time I got to Common Language and Bound, which are the last two, I just didn't write any notes because I'm just like, oh, right. I'm just tired. I'm just tired oh. now. Can I go home, Travis? <laughs> okay, you've oh, given it your best shot. You get you get full marks for effort. Yes, I think <laughs> you failed because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It's just the effort. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it's the effort that counts. Um, if you try hard enough. You can thumb in a softie. That's what they so say. So what? So what was the? So what was the artist you did listen to? The one. Oh, so that- it's a co- it's a common one that you'll know, um, and it's an album that I liked a lot when it came out. And do you mm-hmm. know what? I revisited it on my walk this week, and I was like, I forgot how many good songs there are on this album. Um, everybody, everybody will know her, but I wonder if this might be one that. Um, everybody hasn't given a full attention to the album, but no, they definitely will know the bangers. Um, the album is called Lungs and it was mm-hmm. released, I believe in 2008, 2009. And oh, it's, Florence, it's Flo- Florence and the Machine, isn't it? Florence and the Machine. And I really yeah. like this album. And this is what took me on to My Chemical Romance because I was like, around this time, Travis would have been listening to the Screamo. And he, <laughs> so he probably might, he might not have listened to this album, but then there was like- I listened to this album little- when it came out. Yeah. There's a little part of me that would like to think that on a weekend he puts on a flowery dress and dances around in a cornfield <laughs> and just well, lets the emo go. Well, we we discussed this because if I had the choice of if I wanted to listen to some like Florence and the Machine kind of music, I'd listen to Aurora instead, which is why I recommended the Aurora album. They're so very we, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that 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 was where we uh, uh, that was something we brought up when we reviewed the Aurora album season two. Yeah. So, so like. I don't know if you'd like to sit and do the album next week or whatever, but I no, his eyes, a his eyes it, say no. It's a fucking eyes, huge album. Are you like, looking at the deluxe, the deluxe one, or? Well, it's 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 long anyway. It's like fourteen long songs as well. Florence and the Machine. Because I was kind of hoping that we you would take Florence and the Machine away and do that. This I would. Week and then I, I would just focus totally on the book. give it a go. But have, I'm not have you sure. ever listened to the album? I've listened to the album before. It was when it, it when it came out. 
So I'll I do, think it maybe it's worth giving it a go. Yeah, um, hear me. But we, uh, the thing is, part of me wants to be like, oh no, I want a guaranteed one to get in. Like, you know, I don't want to take any risks. Um, but no, this yeah, is a little bit. This is a little bit of a risk, but like, that's how we do. Go. That's how we and do. I'll, I'll have another go because I, I had it on on my walk, and I just remember being like, I was just like, oh yeah, I'll give this another go because I used to really like this album. And uh, this was, God, I was thinking to myself, what we what, like. I remember I used to, well, this, this is where I show my age. Cause I used to burn, I burnt this album onto a CD. You know, I put it into my laptop, Aww, iTunes, <laughs> I burnt it onto a CD. I had it in my car and to paint a picture of my car, I had like the silver Renault Clio mm-hmm, bubble mm-hmm. thing, had pink dice in it. You know, I was still discovering who I was. I was 17 years <laughs> old. I was like full of beans and, um, I used and to really like listening to this pink album. Dice yeah. as well. Yeah. Pink dice, <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah, I had that, a pink furry dice. I think they might right. have been bought for me. The pink furry dice. So we've <clears throat> we've got an album already for next week. So next week, cool. anyway, we're going to be doing uh, the book. So now we've also got an album. Cool. Yeah, well, hunting for females. Still, we yeah, hunt for the flea. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to talk to head of marketing <laughs> about that one. You know. <laughs> Hunting see if we can see if we can actually do like a promotional campaign <laughs> the, <laughs> the travis pepper podcast needs you hunting for females you could well, do one of your one voices. of my mates <laughs> one, of, one of my mates has been has been thinking for ages about um um getting a good female artist on there with a good album for both of us to appro- approve of and mm-hmm. we discussed it and she was like yeah there is some way the, the, the artists that you and I would both like have yeah. great singles, but none of the ones that she could come up with had great albums. Great albums. And then some of the, some of the ones, um, she, we, we decided, well, we were discussing them and we were like, mm-hmm. no, they're too shouty. Luke will be too scared by these. Like, and, <laughs> and, you know, so we, so, so I've kind of, you know, now that the Mike and Michael romance is setting in, now that, now that you've given Bring Me the Rise and go, don't, maybe. Don't push your luck though. Yeah. Don't push your luck. Don't start, <laughs> don't start pushing your luck. I'm not having this. <laughs> well, we, you don't know, take the piss out of me. Like. Luke, your next album is, oh. is it, your next album for you will be by a guy called Morbid who features in the Cecil Hotel oh, documentary. Yeah, <laughs> That's he's ca- isn't he a character as well? Morbid. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, Morbid is a character. So, um, before we do that, can I have a wee break? Oh, my God. I've not, ha- I've not had a wee break in ages. Yes, you have. Didn't go last week. Definitely didn't go last week. You didn't go last week? You didn't go the week before? Because- <laughs> yeah, two weeks. <laughs> because because oh, there was no Abby. podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, and the week before that... We had Abby, and I didn't wee when Abby was here. So oh, I've go have a wee. Shut up. Go for a wee. Get out of it. Bye. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, dear. God. Yeah, we're really going to need help on this. Um... New shoes. Oh. New shoes are a nightmare to get on. Luke can still hear me or not. Yes. Yes, Luke, we can hear you. Go on, chop, chop. But this is, this is, you know, we... <laughs> Luke said before we're not sexist but we're trying to find a good album by a female artist to um, get in the podcast but we thought we were on the money with Tash Altana but uh, we did find out on the day we were reviewing that she doesn't identify as female so we thought no I guess that doesn't count so we're still on the hunt and 
you know, I don't know, maybe maybe Luke and I are a bit precious about our our female artists that we listen to, but we haven't put each other's in at all um, since the beginning, which is a shame. But to be honest, we've not quite agreed on many albums at all, actually. Like quite a few don't make it in so far because Luke's favourite albums, only half of them have made it in anyway. So yeah, maybe we need we need more audience recommendations the thing is if we recommend to each other then we've got one guaranteed yes but if an audience recommendation comes in for a female artist then we've both got to agree on it so that's a difficult but he's back now so i've just put out a plea for more recommendations from female artists to our audience so that we could finally find one we agree on so awesome we'll do all that um, I've already done my segue before we you went for a wee. Yeah, do you know what this? I'm I'm, I'm excited about this because I obviously got recommended it by a lot of people. Mm. I seen a trailer, seen a trailer, and then I was like, "Oh, the trailer's good." Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer was very good, but um... oh, that's flash, what I was say. flashback. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. right. <laughs> no, no, I froze. Then I got completely froze. But then I was like, "Yes, yeah, going to watch this." So. I was excited about it. And this is the first time I've, this is the first piece of like thing we've reviewed on the podcast that I haven't got notes for. I've taken notes on all the important stuff, including Sean the Sheep. I really brushed up <laughs> on my notes. <laughs> I've got no notes for the Cecil Hotel. I just no sat notes. there and I just watched it. Yeah, I just, I just absorbed it. Okay. Come to me. Come so to you, me. So you can answer any question about the Cecil Hotel. I hope so. If, um, How many floors were there? Oh, Jesus. 700 rooms, <laughs> weren't there? Was there 14 floors or 15 floors? There were 15 floors, four of which had oh, rooms. I was, I was close. Four, 14 of which had rooms, yeah. I, I was very close. Do you know what, though? Obviously, we're going to... Anybody that's listening, we're going to... Re- we'll, we'll spoil this. So if you do not want to find out what goes on, then just yeah, skip to the go, end of the podcast. Yeah. Or go and listen watch, to another watch episode. Watch it first. There's, pl- there's plenty of episodes or, to listen or to. Or skip, skip to the end, hear the review, and then... Then decide. Right, we'll put a time stamp. No, um, we won't. Anyway, like so, this podcast is about a a young girl who was born in the same year as me, actually. So I will say young girl, but this was back in 2013, mm-hmm. so it's a while ago. Who went missing in a hotel under mm-hmm. weird circumstances that the police couldn't figure out what had happened to her, and they then release this footage that they have of her in the hotel which is the last known footage of her before she vanished and she's doing some pretty weird and funky stuff um Mm -hmm. and then she's she's never seen again so this documentary follows the people from the hotel the the lapd um the hotel is based in la and these online (laughs) detectives as they like to think of themselves that are called web sleuths Web web sleuths web sleuths um to basically unravel this story as to where this woman went. Um, mm. First of all, Cecil Hotel, fucking loads of weird shit happens there, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, it's... Well, it's one of those things when when, when someone uses a place or, or, or something for, for one reason, other people realise that you can use it as well. And so it end up, ends up drawing a crowd. It's like a typical marketing campaign gone wrong, you know, 
everybody's that's that's a bad crowd to draw though isn't it yeah <laughs> it's, 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 it's drawing a crowd it, it, it's like if you're a musical artist and you release yeah. an album and then all of these people start listening to it and then they're like oh recommending it to their friends and then you release a couple of albums at the same time and then you decide oh you want to actually you know bring some sophistication to your music and do something a bit mm -hmm. different and yeah. everyone is the people who turn up to your concerts are still these people that listen to the first album, uh, which isn't as good, not as classy, and has killing people on it or something, <laughs> if mm, I was to compare mm. it back to the hotel. But lots of weird stuff yeah. happens in there, in the sense that... Um, so the rooms and stuff they talk about... Um, they're actually like a residential hotel. So you, you get cheap rooms for like a month, weeks, or whatever. And so they had a lot of homeless people who, when they make the dock... Uh, make the dollar that they need will go and stay in the Cecil Hotel. So you had um, lots of homeless people, lots of ag addicts. And basically it was christened mm. as the place where you had, you could go if you were a serial killer. So yeah, pretty much, which is something that they talk about in the documentary. They mention it um, a couple of times, a couple of the, these other things that happened um, in, in the Cecil Hotel. Um, so the woman that works there as well, was it Amy Price? I think her name was like the, the hotel lady. manager. Yeah. yeah. She kind of, do you know what? She had a, she had a weird like aura to her. Bad vibes. That, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she did it. She murdered her. Like it was her. Um, but, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I could see that see I mean? <laughs> it had been a but, twist or something. But, but, but weirdly at the same time, I was like, fuck that woman's been through a lot because I think she said something like, in her time, in her 10 years working there, there was 80 deaths or 80 yeah. bodies that were carried away. Eight deaths and, a year, basically. And that's nearly one a month. Yeah. There's 12 months in the year, Travis. Oh, wow. Can, Context. Can you, <laughs> can you imagine finding a dead person every month in your job? Like, mm -hmm. uh, okay, I guess if you're a doctor or if you work as a, like if you're a hearse driver or something, you might expect to see it. But like as a hotel manager, one dead person a month. I thought that was bananas. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I've, I'm trying to think if, uh, if I've seen how many dead bodies, if at all. I think two. In. I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah. In the flesh. Yeah. That's got to do a number on you, you know, <laughs> as a hotel that's manager. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. And and the other thing that I thought was quite weird is Skid Row, where the hotel is located. What a dump mm. that place is as well. Like, that's mad. Yeah. How they've, it, they've engineered it to be basically where they dump all the homeless people in oh, LA. It's crazy because I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a lot and he talks about it on his podcast and he's like, oh, there's literally people that are um, like living on the streets. There's rows and rows and rows of tents. And I thought, ah, oh, he's got to be exaggerating. But then when you see it, mm. you're like, my God, it's, it's mental. So yeah. the setting for this, like if you talk about the setting for the hotel, for the, for where this girl went missing, the hotel and where the hotel is located couldn't be any more, like perfect could it for like somebody for, for like a horrible yeah 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 horrible thing. if you were going to pick somewhere like for somebody to go missing in weird circumstances mm -hmm. what a place for it to happen like it's just like almost <laughs> it's like it's like it's the movie setting for it isn't it 
Yeah, so, yeah, it couldn't have written it sort of thing. Yeah, you could almost not have written it. So I thought mm. it was set up in the perfect way. She goes over there on holiday. Um, so oh, the other... Go on, you do some talking, please. Well, what I was going to say is, <laughs> you, know, you know, we can tell everyone what happened, but like uh, as well. But what, what did you actually think of the documentary as a whole? Because I've got, I've, I've got plenty of stuff to say uh, about it. But I don't know whether to just jump straight in with it. So J- jump in. Let you. Let's go with what because I've got no notes. So let's you got no notes. More. Okay. So we'll get no. we'll get we'll get what you've got on mind. So overall, so this is this was the thing you mentioned the Skid Row thing, and we also mentioned all these murders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Overall, I found the documentary. So it's four episodes. They're actually about fifty minutes each. So three and a half hours watching this. I found this documentary so disappointing and with so little payoff. Like a, anticlimactic a, a, a was going to be the word I'd use. Absolutely anticlimactic. Um, and whilst you've mentioned Skid Row, mm-hmm. one of the overarching things is in every episode they mention something that is so much more interesting than the story that they're telling. So they're telling this story about this, this, this one person who went missing, mm. but then they started telling this briefly mentioning that, um, uh, a, 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 a journalist from Austria came over to the U S to stay in the hotel who was doing, uh, some reports on, um, on prostitution. the on, on prostitution. Yeah. Prostitution. And he was, uh, and he was interviewing the police <laughs> I and everything. Just shout, I just shouted prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> Prostitution! <laughs> Sorry, God. Good job no one's listening on your end. Um, yeah. yeah, I know. But it turned out he was a serial killer. That was mm-hmm. such an... In- I was like, whoa! Like, is he going to be involved in this? No. No, he mm-hmm. wasn't. He wasn't involved in it. Oh, right, okay. Then they did all of this information and this backstory to Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Okay. Skid Row didn't actually play a part in the main story. And then they started talking about the prostitution that's on the streets as well. Also didn't play a part. So do I feel like so much of this can be cut down to like a one hour 30 documentary. Um, mm. Because Cause, they told all these interesting stories, which could have been interesting. It could have had their own series on or something like that. So like the yeah. Skid Row and the, this, <laughs> this murderer who fled Austria to come to yep. the United States. How... That's, it's like, how did he do it? How did he get away with it? You know, what is he did? And he was, yeah. he was a Satanist as well or something. Uh, uh, how Satan? Well. Uh, was that him? Because, because the other thing, what's interesting about that is I was making a mental note on when I was watching it, certain, like you were talking about stories there that are interesting. There's like, there was, there was certain bits of evidence that the whole way through, I was like, they brought this up. And then there was no closure to this. So like it, the hatch being closed it, oh on the water tank God. was one, right? The hatch being closed on the water tank was one. The dates that were fiddled with were another, another one. one. Yeah, you know, on the, the coroner's report. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, sorry. No, I'm talking about the date and time stamp on the video was another oh, one right, that, yeah. that, that the sleuths had noticed. And they also noticed that the elevator jumped. It looked as if it had been, the video had been cut because the elevator just skipped to half closed. Um, there was all these kind of things. And I was like, where, where did that go? Like, yeah. and then there was morbid and I was like morbid. And then all of these little bits of evidence they brought in 
it turned out that they none of them were relevant at all. Exactly. You know, do you like, know what I mean? It was just like, oh yeah, everybody just got the wrong end of the stick. And this is like, the oh, thing. Well, this okay. is the thing that I think the, the story itself is an interesting story. And I, tell, I watched it with my housemate and I turned to the, uh, by the time we finished all four episodes, we watched them all at once. Mm-hmm. I you said all the way through. Fair yeah, way. yeah. And I said, we got yes. to the end and I was like, those last five minutes were the only part of that documentary worth watching because, because of the conclusions and, you know, like the, the message that you get from this. Because mm. um, why they, they, they said, why did the door stay open? Well, it was at that point in the series that they released the footage. So the footage showed her in the hotel. So mm-hmm. you would think that they would analyze the footage in this episode or something. Well, no, they withheld the, uh, the information until later episodes because it would have ruined the story because the answer to yeah. why the door stayed open was, oh, obviously she pressed, she pressed she, the door hole. She pushed the button. open button. Yeah. And it's like, okay, then three episode three, she was like, oh, they're yeah. like, oh, we've also got this other footage of two individuals meeting her at the front of the hotel. Oh yeah. Why did that. you not bring that up when we, when we were talking, why did they not take us through the process? Mm-hmm. How it happened. It was just a really weirdly structured story in order to synthesize suspense. And then it just did not pay off at all because yeah, they were delivering a book. Okay, great. All this stuff about the bookstore. <gasps> oh, she just went and got a book. Okay, fine. <laughs> Oh, and is and 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 this hatch yeah. thing, this whole thing, because yeah, 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 even yeah, though I was hatch. there going, I was like, I was thinking, I was the like, hatch, oh, yeah. But I what about the hatch? the hatch? I was like, you know, know, even if they left it unanswered at the end, like, oh, we still don't know how the hatch happened. Dun, dun, dun. But no, they were just like, <laughs> you know, Human all these error. web, all these web sleuths were just like, what about the hatch? What about the hatch? And it's like it was as if the talking head um, for the like the police department, the interview. It's mm-hmm. like they got to the end of the interview and went, oh, and what about the hatch being open? And they probably went, wait, what? No, the hatch was... No, what about the hatch being closed? Oh, no, the hatch wasn't closed. Oh. Oh, okay. No, that's it. You know, because mm. for those who might be a bit confused at the moment and don't mind the spoiler, basically, um, Elisa Lamb, they thought she'd been... She went missing. And what had happened was she'd had... Uh, she she was bipolar and she hadn't mm. been taking her medication and mm. ended up having an episode climbed into a water tank, uh, on top of the roofs and, mm. and, and drowned in this water tank. And this documentary takes that and makes it seem like it's this huge, big murder mystery. Mm. But what actually happened was the police didn't do a thorough job at the beginning in their search and they delayed mm. on getting the footage. That's basically it. And then after releasing the footage to the world, a load of web sleuths take it upon themselves to, to not, not only do the investigation themselves based on incorrect evidence, mm. but also persecute someone. Oh, that was bad, wasn't it? Because, and, and, and yeah, so, oh God, this was so annoying. This was, this was so, so much of this was annoying. Like I don't usually shout, like I don't shout or gesture at a TV screen often, but this time I was there going, (laughs) really? Why, why have you kept this for four, three hours? 
Yeah, well, it didn't I, have to be that long. But the problem is they 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 also couldn't like the story is the story, right? They're, they're, the story, so they can't they can't change the ending. They can't do anything because they are. It's a real life kind of documentary, isn't it? So, you know, they almost tried to jazz it up. I, I think it's like one of these things where you go on a night out and you're like, you want it. It's going to be the most epic night of your life. It's going to mm. be unbelievable. You know, you'd be building up for it for six months. It's going to be off the chain. You're going to, it's going to be like a night of a hangover and you've got to a three in the morning and it's fucking shy and everyone's at it. You know, you, yeah. someone's, <laughs> slipped, someone's slipped over and cut themselves. Somebody else is obscenely drunk. Somebody's got into a fight. Somebody else didn't get in. And there's just one bloke who's like, come on, we can like, right. It's just like, nah, give it up. Yeah. Like, and that's like know? the director of this series. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so let me get this straight. You're telling me you want to do a documentary about nothing. Yes, but what yes. I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to I'm going to fill it out, and and you won't know that it's nothing until the end. Yeah. I love it. Make five of them. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is you can't say it's nothing because she unfortunately died, and it's like yes. you can't. You got to be got to tread really carefully because you can't say oh it's a bad story or whatever because she unfortunately lost her life in horrible circumstances. But what mm. happened? What happened around it? made it into so much more than it needed to be. Like, yeah. imagine, right, imagine this. Imagine the police have done their job. They've looked in the water tank. She's there. They've figured it out. They never released the video. It's like, bang. That doesn't have to be a problem, does it? It's an unfortunate story. story uh, and, you know, Absolutely. E even even in a short, like, you know, bish, bash, bash, they solve it on the day. They find her. Okay. Um, you know, it's still a sad story that we can all learn stuff from because... You know, she she was suffering from this mental illness, um, mm -hmm. and you, you know, tried to uh, attempted to travel on her own. wasn't taking a medication. Unfortunately, had an episode where she ended up, um, you know, accidentally or, or or subconsciously taking her life. And it's like, you know, she was struggling with a load of stuff there. And you know, the more people know about stuff like that, the the more easier you can pick up on it's people a who are going bit through like, things. Um What's the other one we watched? Under the soil. It's yeah, just a little bit like that, isn't it? Like it's an awareness thing. Is good. Yeah, but the thing is, it wasn't a it wasn't a documentary about like mental health, which was the conclusion. Yeah, it was, that's true. It was yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. murder conspiracy until the end, where then it became like the last mental five minutes health. of like, yeah, I guess it just goes to show that you don't really know what's going on on the inside, and I'm there going, what the fuck? This wasn't. Yeah, that did. This is wasn't the ending, what you the ending up credits. As. The ending credit said that, didn't it? If you're ever feeling like you're struggling or yeah, people you need somebody, and... you could, yeah, yeah, they gave you a number. Because that was part of it that was crazy is that she had this, she was quite an avid blogger, right? So she was yeah. blogging, wasn't she, about her depression and her struggles and her bipolar and people got attached to that. And I think that was probably the one of the cooler parts of like how many people were saying, oh, you've, you've helped me you've saved my life because they were looking at her uh, blog entries and stuff like that to try and decipher kind of the personality type and try and figure out what she may or may not have done. Yeah. Um, but I, when I first saw that video of her, I was like, she's on something. That was my first initial reaction. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, she's on acid or she's on some size psychedelic. So when which is it, which when, is what they theorized as well at one point. You know, they were yeah, like, yeah, I, boom, she's I kind of something. thought that to myself before they jumped in and said it, and then when they said it, I was like, oh damn it! Like, <laughs> I thought that was my idea. Uh, mm. I was really smart, um, and I thought that it was that. So when all the reports came back and said 
oh no, she just she wasn't. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, that's interesting because she looked she looked very like she was tripping. Yeah. But altogether, man, it's it is it is a long it's a long way to go, isn't it? And yeah. I don't know if the destination's worth it. Yeah. I mean, if <laughs> this is the thing, like I I it was the end of episode one. I turned to my housemate and I was like, well, they've got this, you know, they're, t- they're talking about her diary entries here and stuff like that. She's, you know, I, I'm sure she's got like mental health issues. She hasn't taken her meds and it's going to be a suicide. Like she's either gone and she, like, if she hasn't thrown herself off the top, which, you know, judging by the competency, they might have missed. Uh, based on episode one, but like, I was like, and they did the overhead shot and uh, I, I was like, yeah, she's in, she's in that one. And my housemate was like, yeah, I, I, but they've checked it. Right. And I was like, well, they haven't said that they've checked it. So, and she was like, but that's what you check. These are the kind of places where bodies can be left. What the hell? And so after episode one, we were just kind of there going, mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, the, the coroner report about saying that, you know, about the drugs, uh, it was actually mm-hmm. the lack of drugs, you know? Yeah, that was that was mm. a cool, like, interesting moment where they were like, oh, so it wasn't, it was that she wasn't taking the meds, it wasn't that she was on something. And then that got made into, like, a shit show as well with everyone being like, oh, you got the dates wrong. One of them says the 15th and one of them says the 18th. And the conclusion to that was them pointing at the 15 and saying... No, that's, no, that's an, an 18. 18. Oh yeah. my God. How? Yeah, you could see it as well when they pointed it out. Yeah, I, was I, know, like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was I know. like, this is, and, and the, to be honest, to me, the, the, the only like, not the only, God, that makes me sound horrible. The most emotional like bit for me was uh, the story with this guy Morbid. So this guy Morbid is, mm-hmm. he's like a, he's a death metal musician. Um, and his his performance is heavy, screamy. Talks about death, Satan, kind of like this this gothic theme and everything. Is satanic a word? Satanic, yeah, yeah. Because that's what it is. His yeah, thing, isn't satanic. It? It's and a little bit like close to the edge for me. Like, yeah, it yeah. It's not, it's not for me. I wouldn't watch it. Like I wouldn't listen to his, yeah. his that that music, but. That- that music video where he's chasing the girl to murder her. And that was just a shit up. music video. <laughs> that was, was awful. But like, you, yeah, but you can't say just because it's awful. Like It's it's like saying, oh, I don't know. I uh, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. People like this. I'm trying to say it was the... Yeah, go on. Close to the line is what you think. No, no, I'm, I'm trying like, to say that like the, the intent of it was just fucking fucked up. The intent well, this of that is the thing, video, like, whether it's executed well or not, the intent was still fucking weird. Well, I, to be honest, I think like I think that kind of stuff is bullshit in the sense that the the people who were there saying, "Look, he made a video about someone getting chased and killed. Mm. He's the murderer," mm. and I'm like, "Sorry, how many murder documentaries do you watch? How many horror films have you watched? You're just picking on someone for for like." 
you know, people make horror films and you're like, no one's going around saying, yeah, all the people who make horror films are murderers. And there's people who sit home and like watch Netflix and get off to like making a murder and stuff like that. It's like, oh, killing. But as soon as it's a guy doing death metal makeup, as soon as he's done a music video with the same thing, it's like, oh, well, he's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's obviously him we're gonna and then you know all these youtubers in this thing start picking on him accusing him persecuting him he gets thousands and thousands of views and dislikes on his videos and people saying that he's a terrible human being and even that even that was so disappointing as well they just got the date wrong on his video oh yeah he was, he was there, there the year before, year before. <sighs> i just i yeah, I, I mean, obviously, it, again, because this case had gone so far, it was like they wanted something. It's that night out again where that bloke is still pushing for something, even though it's not there. Like they were all just looking for an answer, weren't they? Because it had got, got so out of control that they wanted, uh, they wanted closure. People wanted yeah. closure because they well, created this facade in their head. And, and he was the scapegoat because the scapegoat, not the escape goat. <laughs> Um, sometimes get that one confused. Yep. Um, he, he was the scapegoat because he'd been to the Cecil hotel and there was a video of him in the Cecil hotel. Yeah. And so, yeah, there was say go around. And I think, so I'm no, I made at that point where everyone was trying to blame someone and they weren't happy with, um, the, you know, it just, the, you know, they posted the results and they said it was an, it was an accidental uh, it was an accident, technically. She, she was not, she was having a, whether she actually wanted to take deliberately and consciously wanted to take her own life was another thing. Um, mm. she was having an episode. So they put it down as accidental. So they didn't comment on that. But everybody was saying, like, no, 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 you know, it can't be. And, you know, I made a note here that rea like reality is sometimes darker than, but also more mundane it's difficult to be satisfied with a result of someone was having a terrible time and a terrible thing happened. They want, people want a villain. They want something to blame. They want like an embodiment of evil where they can go. It's your fault. It's nothing about, you know, us and human beings and the fact that this could happen to many, many different people. We want to blame someone and we also mm -hmm. want it to be exciting, conspiracy and mysterious. They're not satisfied with just a, something bad happened and it's a tragedy. And there are things that you can do to help friends and other people that, that could be close to experiencing something like that. But having a villain is easier and, and, you know, having someone to blame is a lot easier and feels a bit more conclusive, you know, cause, cause if it's just that, you know, something bad happened to this one person, um, mm -hmm. through no fault of anyone else's, it's, hard, it's a harder thing to learn from. It's a harder, harder thing to move on with, you know, it requires continuing to put in effort, uh, to help stuff like this not happen again. So yeah, that, the, yeah, the whole, the web sleuths really annoyed me in this series. Like when we watched Don't Fuck With Cats, they didn't really help that much, but they kind of laid the, um, what is it? I thought they helped more. They, they, helped, they more. helped more. I felt like people, I felt, I felt like the web sleuths in this one were using it as leverage for exposure. 
Whereas I didn't feel like they were doing that in the Don't Fuck With Cats. They genuinely exactly, yeah. wanted to they help. Genu- they the were genuinely in, putting in. Yeah, but whereas in this one, it almost felt like they're using it for... I mean, maybe they were genuinely concerned and they were trying to help and all the rest of it, but it was all about like they were growing YouTube channels because the videos yeah. they showed us were them doing their YouTube videos. Yeah, one of them started their YouTube channel off of this apart from story. yeah apart from the one bloke there was one bloke who was a little bit weird um the one that got his friend to go to a grave and yeah he, he seemed quite invested he, um yeah he was a bit too invested actually like a bit too yeah. emotionally attached and the rest of it he wasn't he didn't have a youtube channel but most of them they showed you the web sleuths were all like youtube videos of them putting out the content yeah and well, the thing is with the, with the don't fuck with cats like I mean, if the web sleuths hadn't done anything, then they would have still caught him, like, because when they found the body and they found out who he was, they didn't use the web sleuths, but the web sleuths told us, the audience, you know, about this person because they'd already found out Mm. a lot about him. Whereas in this one, it was like, yeah, as you said, they just seemed like it was trying to grow a YouTube channel. And if they were showing, you know, actual concern, you know... (laughs) They got it all wrong and just like antagonized and infuriated their internet audiences. And, you know, we've, we found out in Don't Fuck With Cats when as soon as these people started blaming the guy in South Africa, the airsoft guy, um, um, yes, he killed yeah, himself yeah, yeah, yeah. because of it. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. when they started talking about Morbid, so I was, careful. I was there just like, no, like uh, not another again. one. And then we, 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 they saw, they showed some footage of him like putting on his, like knuckle glove gemmed things. And I was like, oh, that yeah, he had, they had skulls on them. They had skulls yeah. on them, didn't they? Yeah. And he um, says he's uh, never made music since. So very sad. Yeah. But I did think to myself, we're blaming the web sleuths, but I did think to myself, oh, if we had the choice, we could take the Travis Pepper show to Cecil Hotel. Would you want to stay in the Cecil? I'd shit myself. Not really. If I stayed there. Don't <laughs> Oh, yeah, and the owners of the new um, hotel, they want to they convert it all into stuff. And uh, it was, the manager pointed out that they want to turn the whole roof into a pool. Was it uh, a pool or a bar? I think they said it was a bar. It was a pool bar. Yeah, and I was, was like, a, yeah, there I was, was like, a pool up there. I was like, that's bad taste. Like, you know someone died from drowning on top of the hotel and these big corporate guys, you know what? I'm going to put a pole on it, you know? Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> bring it Calm back down. to more, more on. Yeah. You mate, yeah. do you know what? You've got really emotional about that and not, <laughs> not in defense of the victim being the fact that it's a really shit documentary. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Obviously, I care about the victim, but, but I think the make the maker of this documentary is a wanker. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I don't. So, so obviously, we need to, to decide whether we're. We, I've, I've, I've gone on for too long already, so I'm going to help wrap this up. Do we recommend it? I don't. I recommend no. you listen to us talk about it, and then that's it. Yeah. No. You no. Can no. Sleep Definitely easy. Don't. Definitely don't recommend it. Wouldn't put it in the list. We, we wouldn't put wouldn't put the album in the list. So last week we had two zingers. This week we've got two. Yeah. Um, going in, but 
next week, Florence and the Machine and finish the book, right? Finish the book for our final, for the final episode of the series. Is it the final one? Yeah. And then we'll it's do another going on. Going over everything. Do you know what we should do when we go the final go over everything? We should um, do our favourite guest as well. <gasps> Can we bitch about the guests? <laughs> I would love to, but I'd also love not to. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a situation that Travis doesn't like to find himself in, saying nasty things about people that are very nice. Unless they've done a shitty documentary on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next Take week, care, mate. Yeah. we'll get it done. All right. See you later, pal. Bye-bye. It's the Travis Pepper Show. Thanks for listening. Because you've made it until the end, I'd like to think that you've enjoyed yourself. If you did, or even if you didn't, then uh, just leave us a review and follow us on Instagram at Mentoring a Moron Podcast, where you can get in touch, send us recommendations, and see how we're getting on with our challenges. See you next week.